Hey, sippers. The following sipisode is an excerpt of a conversation between Chris and I off air. Trigger warning, this episode does include talk about rape, sexual assault, abortion, sex, and other relationship topics. I hope that you all listen with an open mind and an open heart and get some sort of education out of it, or at least entertainment. Regardless, I love you all. Thanks for listening. And remember, when life gets tough, just keep sipping. It's actually really easy to get what you want out of a relationship and not just sexually, if you say what you actually want. Like, it took me so long to learn that. I just use like, he should know and, oh, I'm giving subtle hints and, oh, why doesn't he understand me? And as you get older, you realize just fucking say what you want and you'll usually get it. Absolutely. Um, and, and especially sexually when you're, when you're learning each other and, and feeling each other out, no pun intended. Um, <laughs> so many women are, are just spiritually and emotionally beaten into you can't talk about sex and getting uh, someone that I've known out of that, out of that shell is just, you can get a woman to curse like a sailor easier. She's <laughs> never cursed in her life. Than right. And to get one to be frank about sex. That's true. And especially if you're giving them an amazing orgasm. Yeah. The, the stuff they'll say will be like, wow, what? <laughs> um, like, like your goal basically is to have them seeing God. Like that's what you want, <laughs> right? <laughs> or right. whatever your version of that is. Um, and, and what whatever you need me to do to take you on a, a full round trip to Pound Town, let me know. I'll be talking about some of the weird Texas shit. I got to figure out what, what all, because Texas is a hot shit show of stupid laws. But yeah, so. Oh, come on. It's not like they had the dumbest abortion law in the country or anything. Oh, wait. Yes, they did. Oh, God. Missouri was like, let me come up with this abortion law. And then Texas was like, hold my beer and let me cut yours in half. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was Assholes. I don't see how it's going to stand up to a legal challenge, especially with the way the, the administration has filed against it, that it basically makes it to where the government can't fight against it, which violates yeah. all sorts of stuff. Well, so I don't know if you if you saw this, but a doctor in Texas came out and said, I performed an abortion after the whatever. Basically, he said, fucking sue me. And some <laughs> uh guy on house arrest who used to be a tax lawyer is suing him so now we're gonna see what actually happens because i mean i just don't see it playing out so i think this guy probably put all his ducks in a row got a lawyer ahead of time and said i'm gonna do this i'm gonna roll the dice and see what happens what's gonna happen is it's gonna waste all of our fucking money on stupid trials that don't need to happen but i i highly doubt it'll even get to court but it's still just the precedent it sets. Like, God. Anyway, I could uh, go off and, on and that I'm for a while. For, for someone who who randomly uh, sues a doctor or whomever uh, to show that they have standing. Right. Well, and my other thing too is the only reason I would like to see this play out is to figure out how they're going to get around HIPAA. Because let's just say, like, let's not even say the doctor. Let's say I call an Uber and the Uber drives me to get an abortion. And then the Uber driver turns me in and says, this woman had an abortion. Well, they can't, he, first of all, he can't prove it. And right. I, I mean, I guess I, you'd have to subpoena the medical records, but I still feel like, I, I don't think this law has fully 
gone through the whole process of how HIPAA works. <laughs> so we'll see. I don't know. I mean, I hope we don't see actually, but. Oh, no, I, I hope we do so we can get tossed right the fuck out. Yeah. Listen, people, just put this in your head. This is all you have to do and then go about your life. No uterus, no opinion. Full stop. That's it. <laughs> Wait, can I have the opinion of that's not how my plumbing works so I don't get a say? I'm allowed to have that opinion, right? I mean, I guess. I guess. Yeah, um, it's the same. I mean, it's basically the same concept. So, <laughs> I mean, if, if I had gotten a woman pregnant, which thankfully I, I did not, and she decided to have an abortion and, and told me after the fact, it, it would have broken me to an extent. Right. Um, there also would have been some relief because let's be honest, I shouldn't have bred. Uh, and <laughs> I didn't, thank God. Um, but I, I can understand guidelines. Uh, where it's a normal relationship uh, where the father should be notified, not necessarily have an opinion, right. Or have a say, pardon me, have a say, yeah. but should be notified. I mean, if I agree. If it's rape, incest, that sort of thing. Which doesn't matter. Get a vote. Well, not with this new law. No. Yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm just saying in, in, in a perfect world. Um, but yeah, if, if I had gotten one pregnant, she'd gotten an abortion. It, it would have, it would have knocked me low a little bit. Right. Um, would I have taken that woman to court for, for wrongful death? Fuck no. Uh, would, would I have publicly shamed her? Fuck no. Um, would I have broken off contact for a while, possibly permanently? Maybe. And um, that's fair. And I, I think that, you know, assuming that it, assuming that the person is somebody that you can get in contact with and it wasn't rape or incest or whatever, I think that that is what you should do. But, you know, I... I mean, if we're going to make these laws about, you know, your your womb has to be an incubator for this baby and you have no say over your body. OK, then that baby's a human. OK, let me take life insurance out on it. Make the make the baby daddy start paying child support now. Make him pay for half of all the medical expenses, like right. make him liable if he's not a equal part of it. Well, and, you know, and how, how do you not have an exception for endangerment to the mother? I, I think there are some medical exceptions for that, but I think it's it's got to be pretty high risk. But these but, are the same people that think you can re-implant an ectopic pregnancy. Right. Or that your your body has a way to repel rape. Like, oh my right. fucking God. I mean, all of these people that are part of this, I just want to ask them, if you have a daughter, would you want her to be forced to carry her rapist baby? Like, especially a 12 or a 13 year old yeah their bodies aren't equipped for that like okay a, a 12 year old can't even like you know get a a tattoo or a piercing or you know, there's all these things they can't do they can't get a job but they can be forced to have a baby like right. how in the actual fuck does that make any sense like i just ugh. i hate this place i hate it here so much <laughs> i'm ready to leave this whole planet actually and go start my own <laughs> take me with you uh gladly like i've said this a million times the more and more this world keeps going the way it's going the more the idea of a cult and a commune is looking more uh appealing to me maybe not a cult cult but like a you know my own little community <laughs> boy yeah all right well that was a tangent and you know what Sorry, not sorry. People need to be, this is shit you need to be thinking about. You might think it can't affect you, but if you have a, a woman that you care about in your life, this does affect you. So, and also, at least uh, affects fuck you, Reddit guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's probably a, a pro birther, if I had to guess. I don't call it pro life because most of them aren't pro life. No, no, they're, 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 they're pro birth. Yeah, they're pro creation. Yes, you exactly. Um, <laughs> yes, but I... there don't there don't procreate. But if you do procreate, then you have to actually procreate. <laughs> yeah, so so we're we're going to you know shame you into purity culture, and we're not going to teach you a goddamn thing about yep. birth control or safe sex. Um, we, we're not going to. Uh, tell boys publicly 
that, you know, keep your goddamn hands to yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to penalize girls who slap the shit out of guys who grope them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and don't get me wrong. I, it drives me nuts when I see the, maybe you should tell your sons not to rape. Then we've had this conversation, but we're going to have it again. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure every, every male on the planet, or, or hopefully the, the vast majority of them have been told by a parent, especially a female parent, hey, keep it in your fucking pants if it's not consensual. I hope so. Uh, and so this whole, well, teach your your sons not to rape. Well, that that's great, but it kind of, you, you, unfortunately, you have to teach people the warning signs, right? Uh, this whole um, Ivy Petito, the, the, the toxic relationship. Well, you know, we had the memes of, you know, learn how to recognize a toxic relationship and get out. People are like, well, just teach your sons not to be toxic. First of all, toxic relationships go both ways. There are toxic oh, right. relationships. And, and second of all, um, if you don't know the signs, you don't know you're in a fucking toxic relationship. And sometimes right. you're toxic without knowing it because you don't understand what you're doing. I mean, you have to do it both ways. And I think, you know, what you're saying is like, okay, I, you would hope that most, especially I mean, in this generation, most sons have been said, keep your told, keep your hands to yourself, don't rape a girl. But also at the same time, while they might be being told that we still live in such a patriarchal society that puts men on this pedestal above women and so many things that for the most part, men are still just taught not blatantly, but you know, subtly that if they want something, they have the right to it no matter what. And so when your son, while he might be taught, Hey, don't do this gets into a situation you know, it's, it's just still a very, the way men are held to a different standard than women are. And I think that we're making progress, but yeah, you, you got to teach, you got to teach girls to do the things to stay safe and you got to teach boys to not do the bad things. But also it pisses me off to have to teach my daughter how to hold her keys in her hand and don't leave your drink alone at a party and, and don't dress like this and don't go to this place. Like fuck that shit. Right. Um, Check the backseat of the car before you get in. Yeah, which I've always done. There's this, um, I think it's probably on Reddit now. It was every once in a while it'll come up, but it's like, um, like a hashtag, like, you know, if I were a man for a day and it's just all these women saying like, you know, if I, if I was a man, what would I do? I'd go for a run with my headphones in both ears and not look around. I'd, I'd walk a street at night by myself. I'd go into a parking garage by myself and not hold my keys between my fingers. Just like, you know, stuff like that, that guys don't, not to say men can never be attacked because that's absolutely not true. But for the most part, men aren't attacked by women when they're out doing regular shit. So it's just, you know, it's just those things. I think yeah, we're making it's... progress, but we still got a long way to go. Especially when fuckers are. like Brett Kavanaugh sit on the fucking Supreme Court. Hate right? that fucking guy. Sorry. It, and I think it, it, it feels like it's worse because, well, there's a motherfucker on the Supreme Court. Yeah. But, but I, I think, honestly, it feels worse because people are finally being open about it. Right. Right. I, I, I think, honestly, that the, the occurrence of, at least I'm hoping that the occurrence of, of sexual assault and assault in general uh, is, is going down, but that society finally understands that um, you don't have to be ashamed if you're a victim. Right. Now, there, there's still some shame and there's still some 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 mental blocks. Uh, and I haven't I mean, experienced definitely. them, so I can't I can't really talk about them. But I don't think they're right. I, I know horrible right. things have happened to me that weren't sexual assault that made me not want to talk about it. Uh, right. So so being violated in general, right. Um, again, I'm not saying that I, I, I know what, what people have gone through. Well, because no, I know every, you're a survivor I mean, of an attempt, right? So I'm not going to yeah. say that, that I know what you went through because I don't. Um, but I, I do know that uh, the, the mental blocks and, and the shame are kind of ingrained into the human psyche. But I, I think that the Me Too movement and um, social media actually having good places, uh, like certain groups on Reddit or or Facebook groups mm-hmm. or chats with friends or, or whatever right uh, where, where you can be a little more open and have uh positivity uh, well, when you when can realize you're not the only you. one right right so I, I i think things are being reported more and i and i hope that's the case right um but still like 
still statistically like one third of rape attempts or sexual assaults or rapes or whatever go unreported and so it's like they're like one in ten get prosecuted right so like when you know greg abbott uh, like a month or so ago when the reporters were like why do you think a, a woman should have to carry her rapist baby well he didn't answer the question and he said texas is committed to getting rapists off the streets and we're going to stop rape by getting all these rapists off the streets fucker most sexual assaults are done by somebody that the victim knows whether it's a relative or a friend or a boyfriend or a husband it's not it's not random people on the street snatching women and raping them for the most part it's your friend who gets you too drunk at a party or it's your uncle or your brother or your cousin or you know you can't you're not getting people off the streets because there aren't people to get off the streets for the most part that's not always true but most of these things happen from someone that you know so and how many of them go unreported you know so it's like shut up (laughs) like you're an idiot yeah i mean yeah we're gonna creep us off the street well first of all um i don't know how to tell you this but you're not a rapist until you've actually raped somebody. So you can't remove somebody off the street. Uh, until they've already done it. Right. And they're not on the street. They're in people's homes. They're, they're your sons and nephews and friends. They're people that you know and think that would ne- they would never do that. So <laughs> you're not some uh, rapist vigilante that's going to take the rapist off the street. Like, fuck you, right. Greg Abbott. Um, and It's just yeah he was pandering to a crowd that shouldn't even fucking exist well uh, right and and he just didn't you know like first of all this shouldn't be happening but also that question did we deserve an answer to that question like for sure a, not a i i'm a christian and i think all lives matter when you know let's not even go there because that's not but no, if you th- if your daughter was raped and she got pregnant, what logic would you give for her to have to give birth to that baby? And if you say God, I'm going to punch you in the face. Like, right. It, well, he he knows better than to answer that fucking question. Exactly, which is why he didn't. But yeah, I mean, and that's the crazy thing is everybody's like, oh, you know, just keep your legs closed and and why do you need to have an abortion you can just give it up for adoption and it's like do you know how many kids are in the foster care system not to mention what having a baby does to your body not to mention you know having to get through a pregnancy financially even it's just like people i just don't understand it i'm like oh all you guys are baby killers nobody wants to kill their baby newsflash nobody goes to an abortion clinic and is like hey i'm here for my 10th one is it free you know punch out my card like do i get the toaster yeah Yeah. (laughs) where's my football phone nobody wants to do this that's what blows my mind about this is they think that women that are choosing to have an abortion are just like nah oh well i'll just get another one next week like no because it's not easy First of all, they don't make it easy for you. You have to go like several times. You have to sign a bunch of paperwork. You have to like see a counselor usually and blah, 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 blah. And then even to have like a medically induced one, it's still, you know, like I had a miscarriage in June. That's legally considered an abortion. Mm-hmm. Like, and so like, if I, like, I just think about if this had happened now and I needed a DNC, I wouldn't have been able to get one. Yeah. Like I would have just had to, you know, it's just stuff like that. Like nobody wants to do this but some people have no choice or feel like they have no choice and that's because our country focuses on the wrong shit but like i'd love to see abortion rates go down i'd love to i'd love for abortions to be almost non-existent actually i'd love for them to be fully non-existent but people aren't taking the right steps to make that happen and that's what's annoying you know nobody tracks other surgical procedures so my 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 ex-wife before we got together uh had an ectopic pregnancy that named her killed her Mm -hmm. uh to the point of we started dating and started having you know relations uh shortly afterwards um you know she told me the full story and told me told me the signs you know because once you've had one the chances of you having another one are, are, are pretty good right um 
And that concept scared the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, she, she recounted the story that she had to me with her, her cousin when she was in the hospital. Her cousin comes into a room and says, hey, just, just so I know how to talk to you, do you see this as a baby or as a medical procedure? And oh my, my ex said medical procedure. Well, and I, well, and it wasn't. It wasn't. Her cousin wasn't coming under her to be a bitch. It was just okay. Do what level what? of coping attachment are you or okay, right, gotcha. right. That makes not, sense. Not, okay, sorry. Not what level of, yeah. of bitch are you? It's no, that makes sense. What level I'm support sorry. Do I need to give you? Yeah, no, her, no, her cousin is an amazing person. Um, and uh, my ex said that you know it's a medical procedure because a I don't want one and b it couldn't be one. Right. Um, she was probably also hopped up on morphine, which is uh, great shit. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, but, um, yeah. <laughs> but but technically, by some of these laws, that's an abortion. It is, yeah. So, so so you're telling me that you want a woman who doesn't even know she's pregnant, who starts having horrible pains and horrible bleeding, should bleed out internally because her body decided to push things the wrong fucking direction? Yeah. That's like saying you shouldn't give somebody the Heimlich maneuver in a restaurant because... Well, the food goes where it goes. Right. Well, and the other thing that kills me is that, you know, the people that are like, okay, it, this is a life. We have to save this life. It's a human life. We have to save it. Okay. Do you realize that there is no other situation in the entire situation of situations where someone's body or body parts can be used without their consent? Like, if I die tomorrow, and my daughter needs a kidney. If I didn't give anybody permission to give her my kidney, they can't do it, whether right. it would save her life or not. So it's like if you're going to force women to carry babies they can't or don't want to have, then you got to just start forcing people to be organ donors. But you can't do that. Like you have to sign five million papers to gift your organs to somebody. It doesn't matter if my organs are good or not. You can't do it without my permission. So I don't, I just, I, it's not about life. It's about control. And it's absolutely about control. Um, yeah. If. You're putting us in our place. Because the Bible if, says so, which it doesn't. Sorry. And actually it, it, the Bible says that life begins at first breath, but whatever. Yeah, uh, and it also says that one might die, so one may live. Yeah. Uh, and uh, all sorts of other things. Um, it says all sorts of things. And, and it seems like, you know, some of these devout Christians get more Jewish depending on uh, what's, which testament they need more. Uh, although, you know, in the Jewish church, yeah. abortion is not a, not a sin. Anyway, but um, or probably the, the, the Jewish religion, pardon me. Uh, <laughs> but just, just to and this is going to be a cold analytical moment. You know, the, the things I specialize in <laughs> non volatile fetuses by definition are parasites. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm not trying to, to belittle anything, but if you have a, a human being, an adult human being, pardon me on, on life support, being fed through a tube mm-hmm. who as soon as you disconnect that tube dies within minutes a lot of people consider that merciful to unplug it so well, if you have even child... in that even in that scenario if if somebody is brain dead they're considered legally dead even if they still have a heartbeat a heartbeat right. is not what makes you i mean yes you have to have a heartbeat to live but you also have to have a working brain and you're declared legally dead when your brain is legally dead. Uh, or, or a Republican contender for president. Either, either <laughs> exactly. Sorry. Finish your thought. I'm sorry. I interrupted you. No, so, so you've got uh, a non-viable fetus. And if you've got a fetus whose brain hasn't developed or head hasn't closed or internal organs haven't developed or mother goes into labor four months early and they can't stop it or even worse a a child that dies in the womb 
you're, you're telling me that some mother has to carry this this poor child that is not going to live to term. Yes. So we're going to continue to do additional damage to a mother's body because let's be mm-hmm. honest. Uh, and again, I don't have the plumbing, but but I've talked to people and I've, I've read things. Uh, pregnancy is not gentle on a woman's body. Yep. Nope. It's just not. It's not. Um, and, and the more pregnancies and the more attempts, uh, the worse it is. Um, and so you're telling me we wish to do additional physical, mental, and spiritual harm to this woman and the rest of the family, right? Because right. they have to be around it um, for a, a fetus that isn't viable or that has already died. And I, I know a couple of people, actually, that this has happened to, that they have had to carry their dead baby to term and they could be induced or whatever and have to go through physical labor knowing they're not going to get a baby like so there's this um there's this episode of Grey's Anatomy and it's um like some random character who's not on there a lot but she says this thing that's like so I like I want to say it to all these you know pro-lifers or anti or whatever you know when a woman is pregnant and is going to have a baby she will literally turn her body inside out and all you have to tell her is keep doing it and at the end you're going to have a baby like Mm -hmm. a woman will kill herself if you just promise her a baby and to go through all of that and at the end have a baby that's not alive is like I could never imagine I mean physically yeah but emotionally having to go through labor knowing that that baby is not alive like I don't feel like that's something you can overcome. And I know that people deal with it, obviously, because you have to and whatever, but that changes you. That changes your entire existence. And I don't understand why anybody should have to do that. From a from a physical perspective, from a mental perspective, from a cost perspective, it just makes no fucking sense. No, it, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, and, I, and I don't understand why someone yeah you're right it's completely about control yeah um it it sucks man and i just don't fucking get it same and i mean i know that our country has always been kind of ruled by christians and it's always kind of been you know but i I don't understand where we've gotten so like crazy that the government is willing to let somebody's religious beliefs dictate what the entire state does. Like the, the law and science, neither one of those things consider a fetus to be a life. So, and there's people, Oh, at first heartbeat, it's a, it's a life and science backs that up. No, it absolutely doesn't. Science says you have to have a brain and brain waves and functioning vital organs. Like you have to be fun- be able to function outside the body. Like, you know, and everybody's entitled to their own religious beliefs. Like if you believe as soon as that egg fertilizes that that's a life, that's great for you. And I'm glad that that's how you feel, you know, and I will even say when I was pregnant, I kept, you know, I kept saying my baby and my baby and even though I knew, like, obviously, it's still not a viable whatever. Like, I get that. But that doesn't mean that you get to decide that for everybody else. Because scientifically and legally, that's not how it works. <laughs> right. But, you know. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't get it. I don't understand. Same. But, yeah, so that's where we are. And, uh <laughs> Texas is a shit show. I really wanted to do the women's march over the weekend, but I was out of town. But um, I did order me a really cute shirt the other day that I'm going to wear every day. And it says, has a picture of a coffee and it says pumpkin spice and fundamental rights. But wear it every day. Like, leave me alone. No uterus, no opinion. On those. What? I, I can't get on the pumpkin spice. That's okay. Because it's a stupid fucking name. (laughs) Yeah, because it doesn't even taste like actual pumpkin, but that's okay. Um, The pumpkin cream cold brew at Starbucks is 
fucking amazing for anybody who likes pumpkin pumpkin spice whatever it has this pumpkin foam on the top oh my god it's so good okay so yeah all right well um thank you guys for coming to our you know uh legal abortion talk here um right and you know what i i love all of my listeners and i hope that you know i never want to lose followers but i also am not going to stop speaking my mind about things that are important to me and i know you feel the same way and i just the the legal governing of my body and the fact that i'm walking around basically with a bounty on my head you know that my tax money could pay for some snitch to get ten thousand dollars for turning somebody in for an abortion again i don't think it will all actually be able to work out i think there's too many legal things that would make it not work but it's just the fact that anybody fucking thought they could actually do this to me or to my daughter or to my friends like no i like like i know people and i even said this too abby doesn't really want to but I know a lot of people saying they're not going to let their daughters come to college in Texas because of this. And I wouldn't, I would absolutely not let my daughter enroll in a college here right now. No, because, because that's the mo- the place she's most likely to get raped. And you know what? Fuck if I'm going to let that happen to her because yeah, six weeks, nobody knows they're pregnant at six weeks unless they are actively trying. And even then you still may not know. Like I, all these men do not understand how the female reproductive system works. It's well, that and, annoying. <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong here, but but the amount of time pregnant and and due dates are guesswork. Yes. It, it, it as you get further along in the pregnancy, they get more and more accurate, right? Because they can see the right. baby through different different imaging techniques. But at that early on. There's no way to tell you're six weeks pregnant as opposed to six minutes pregnant. Yeah, it's just a calculator based on your last period. And that's that's assuming you have a normal 28 to 30 day cycle, which most women don't. Um, mine goes, people don't want to know this one, I'll tell you anyway, mine goes anywhere from like 30 days to like 45 days. I've always been irregular and a lot of women are like that. So for me, being a week or two weeks late is no big deal. I'm like, yeah, especially after five years of trying and never being pregnant, you know, it's just like, yeah, I'm late. I mean, it's right. normal. And you had stress and dietary changes and, and whatever yeah. to that. And it's all over the goddamn place. I know this and I don't have a uterus. Exactly. <laughs> it's just you're a smart guy who listens to people and does, you know, the proper research and yeah, the, the things that, that so many of these men, especially in government, say just show they have absolutely no understanding of how the human body, not just the women's body, but the human body itself works, not to mention how a woman's reproductive cycle works. It's I, not, I need conservative women to start rising up and smacking the fuck out of their husbands when they say something stupid about the female body. Well, I think that so because one of my friends made a sign that said this, it said, it said GOP says this means you too. And I think that what's going to happen is it's going to have to take some some of them of their daughters getting raped or whatever, which is awful, awful. But I don't think they realize that this means them. Well, like, I, I, I don't think they care about that because they don't think the rules apply to them. They're just going to take a daughter to a place where they can get the abortion. Very true. Um, I just don't want people bringing back the coat hangers and throwing themselves down the stairs and taking ungodly amounts of whatever medication and just all these things like abortion is healthcare people. I'm sorry if you don't think so, but it is. And also if women had access to healthcare and birth control and everyone had access to condoms and you know, what everyone every woman had access to plan B if God forbid they did get raped. Like it's not foolproof, but it would definitely help. Yeah. Um, you're right. It's not, it's not completely. Nothing is foolproof because, because foolproof doesn't, doesn't exist. Exactly. Um, but I, I don't understand why a we're, we're governing female bodies worse than male bodies 
right? It, it, yeah, we can say but it's boys control. will be boys. <laughs> you know, it, it, it drives me nuts when people say we should not say that anymore. No, no, no. It, there's context there. Hey, my son came home with a frog. Boys will be boys. My son decided to grow up a classmate. Not a good time to say that. Right. Uh, there, there are things you can still say boys will be boys about. Um, but not not everything. It, yeah, it, I mean, there's definitely context. And, you know, I to me, I just want to say kids will be kids. But For, for know, sure. Uh, but, I, yeah. I, I have always told my daughter, and I think I've said this before, you know, I've, I've taught her about everything. And I said, if a boy is harassing you or if a boy puts his hands on you, you have my full permission to punch him in the face and I will take you out for ice cream after. Right. Put your <laughs> knee right in the groin and that'll fix yep. a lot of problems. Yep. Um, and, and I hope no woman has to do that, but they're going to have to, right? Because yeah. guys get sauced up and do stupid shit. Or, or guys uh, misinterpret signals and and don't stop themselves when they realize that they fucked up. Yeah. Uh, and I say misinterpret signals like you try to kiss somebody you shouldn't, not you rape somebody. Well, right, yeah. You know, uh, we, we've I, all I, done the first one. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, girls have done it too. I've I've drunk kissed guys that probably didn't want me to kiss them. It's it, it's definitely not you know not mutually exclusive, but I think. I think the act of actual rape is not something you can do without knowledge. I mean, I, I don't know. I, uh, I, I don't know, but um, I just, I don't think that's possible. So. No, I, I think you're right. It, it, I'm sure somebody will come with one exception where, where uh, one party wasn't able to say no and one party didn't realize what was going on because of whatever. But really, most of the time, you, you know what you're doing. Yeah, or, or you exactly. know what you did uh and if you know what you did after the fact uh you, you, need you have to, to own it you have to own it yeah like um, you can't say the girl was too drunk and she didn't say no but then not be able to say well i was too drunk and i didn't stop like you can't say one and not the other either way i mean if, if you had sex with somebody and they didn't give you consent you have to own it that's rape like you have to own it right i mean you you have to own every sexual decision you make yeah every single one of them um and i'm not gonna go to details or name names but but uh i i have had consensual sex with with people that i should not have same um for 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 multiple different reasons why yeah. i should not have had it um and i have to own that right even though it was consensual even though i asked are you sure you want to do this right uh but me being drunk and them being drunk, you know, it seemed like a good idea at the time. Right. Uh, no, so me too, for if sure. You're gonna, if you're going to own those moments, you have to own the other ones. Now, am, am I saying if you went too far and the consent was weird that you should immediately go to jail? No, but you, you need to try to make amends. Well, and it's up to the other person to feel how valued they were and, and to take the right steps. And in that situation, the law errs on the side of the assaulter, not the assault. Well, the, 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 oh. the law errs on the side of the assaulter regardless. Well, true. Very true. But I mean, you could that, have a video of you tasing some random woman yeah. and gangbanging her. And, well, I didn't want to ruin his life. Well, what was she wearing? Yeah. Right. Or, or you know, this will follow him life. for the rest of his life. Yeah, but he gets to have a life without fucking trauma. Yeah. Well, it's uh, it's interesting because with with the boys, like especially like college, it's always about what about their future? What about their future? But then when it comes to the girl in question, it's always about what about her past? What about her past? Like it, what? <laughs> like, oh, she had sex with a bunch of guys before. That means she's a slut. Oh, but he has a good future. So he might have raped her, but we're not going to hurt his future. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Fucking Brock Turner. Guys. Fuck that guy. Yeah. She's had sex with four guys. She's a slut. He's had sex with 10 women. He's experienced. Exactly. No, no, no. I, I, I was a man whore for a while. Um, yeah. And, and, and I say, you know, man whore when it could just be whore, but you throw in that yeah. extra bit to accept the fact that, yeah, you are not good. <laughs> well, and what's an interesting movie to watch if, if you guys haven't seen it um, is The Accused, because that movie really, like, 
Jodie Foster. It really, really paints her as this, you know, she's drunk, she's taking off her clothes, she's dancing all sexy and all the guys, she's doing all of these things that you're you're going, yeah, she definitely wants to have sex with these guys. And then she's like gang raped and it, and people are like blaming her. And it's like, no, I don't care if I take all of my clothes off and stand in front of you. If you start having sex with me and I say no, that means you stop. Like that's that's just how this works, you know? So I I don't know. That movie makes me sad, but it's actually a really good movie. So, sorry. Any, any woman gets naked in front of me, I reserve the right to to, to touch the jiggly bits. <laughs> well, but if she says know. no, it's no. Exactly. And you know, I, I'm not saying that girls are like just completely innocent, but I can I can say like talking about sexual experiences that we shouldn't have maybe had. That I have been in situations where. I've thought I wanted to do something and then I've gotten to that point and realized I didn't want to. And in my case, unfortunately, I still did it because I was afraid of what would happen to me. But I understand the idea of thinking you're ready for something. And then when it actually comes time to do it, thinking, oh, shit, I don't want to do this. Right. And I get that it's infuriating. Like, I, it sucks. Like, I agree. But you still have to respect that and listen and whatever and no woman should ever have to and no man either but usually it doesn't happen that way but no one should ever have to have sex with somebody if they're not ready because it's a big deal right and, and you know call me call me soft call me call me whatever use whatever uh description you want to for for you know a man who's apparently not willing to rape a woman <laughs> um a i unicorn? would rather no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> right I, I would rather uh, have a woman tell me to stop mid-act, uh, make sure she got home safe, and then furiously rub one out <laughs> than have her feel like she has to finish the act. Yeah. Because um, good sex is about energy, right? right. The, the, and that's another great thing my, my ex taught me is that the – the, the female orgasm is almost completely psychological. Yeah. Right. It's not physical. The, 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 the male orgasm is almost entirely physical with a little bit of psychological. It, right. It, it's a pump. Uh, the, the female <laughs> orgasm is, is completely different. It's mostly psychological. Right. Um, so if, if a woman uh, trusts you enough and, and accepts you enough to let you in where you can, you can get her there, that's a beautiful thing. Right. Right. Uh, it, it, there's, that, there's that energy there. And that's why sex with someone you care about is better than just random sex. Exactly. Um, so it's a lot more so intimate. I, I feel like if it was a woman that decided she didn't want to complete the act, that, that it would just kill the fucking energy. And it would just right. not, be, not be good. You know? Uh, well, some guys don't uh, care about that. Especially yeah, younger it, people. As a younger dude, I would have still uh, stopped. At least I would like to say that I would have. Because I, I believe right. I would have. I was never put in that in that situation. No, I, I, I was once, uh, and I, I did. Um, right. But uh, I forgot about that. <laughs> uh, but but I can see why, especially if you're not highly experienced or it's somebody you're trying to you're trying to get with for a while, and you're finally finally doing the deed. Uh, I, I can see where it's frustrating or, or maddening, and uh, right where your emotions are already all over the place and your mind goes to a dark place thinking that she's been letting you on or, or he's been letting you right. on or, or whatever. Um, but that's something that you have to understand is going on in your head and not necessarily going on in the other person's. And even if that is going on in the other person's head, that's their choice. So you just have to go right. make sure they get home or make sure you get home and, and then take matters in hand as my mother used to call it <laughs> exactly well and that all goes back to what we're teaching our kids too because it's i th i think i think it's important to teach boys for the most part that your gratification is not more important than what the person you're with might be feeling and then it's important to teach you know women that it's okay to not put yourself in a situation where you don't want to do something out of obligation because when both of those things collide then both people are feeling 
you know, the man's feeling very angry and the woman's feeling very guilty or whatever. And then even in same-sex relationships, I think it's the same way we're teaching, teaching our kids to understand consent, to understand it's okay for us to feel it's okay to have blue balls like man or woman it's okay to not be sexually satisfied if the other person doesn't want to fulfill that it's it's okay you'll live Mm -hmm. um and because yes i mean sex is like one of those it's just this thing that we have as as animals it's a human instinct it's a thing that we all need that we should all enjoy and i think if we knew more about it and, you know, especially purity culture, if we could just get rid of that fucking shit, like, because that's another thing is that people understand rape happens in marriages too, because oh, for sure people don't under, especially people that are part of, you know, they're indoctrinated in the purity culture, a husband and wife are getting to marriage and neither one of them has no clue what they're doing. And the man thinks he's entitled to it whenever he wants it. And the woman thinks it's her obligation to give it to him. That's in those like religious scenarios. And that's not how it's supposed to be. Like if you believe in God, that's not what God wants for your life and for your marriage. So I think people just need to, you know, we need to be educated about the physical ins and outs for both men and women. Well, I mean, the physical is the in and out. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, I, 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 yeah, I think it would it would be nice if we could just all be educated about at, at least the basics, you know. This is generally what is going to turn on the male species and this is what is going to turn on the female species and these are the components. Everybody's not the same. It's not a one size fits all, but no. To say, "Oh, you should just go out there and know what you're doing." Nobody fucking knows what they're doing. Like and then two, that that could help curb the expectations of, you know, being a guy and saying, I'm okay, well, I'm horny and I'm hard and this girl's naked here. So obviously she wants it. So she's going to take it. Well, that's not really how it works, you know? And I know, I know for me, I've always been more like, I mean, again, I have had some sex that I shouldn't have had and I can look back on it and say, man, I probably shouldn't have done that but it's also made me realize like i'm definitely i'm not the kind of person who can just have sex with anybody and then not worry about it and not to say that that's a bad thing if two people are both in the same headspace where they're like this is just a one night stand and we'll never talk again that's great do what you want to do but you know i think i tried to be that kind of person and i always realized that i am a emotional i need the emotional connection to enjoy myself and to be more open because you know with my husband I'll, I'll do all the stuff i do all the things that he likes and he does all the things that i like and those aren't always things that you would just do with a random person if you're an emotional like connector type so everybody's different and we just all need to respect each other shit it's not that hard <laughs> yeah <laughs> and just teach our kids how to be decent humans you know absolutely so yeah well, hey, that was a good discussion. I will make sure to put a little trigger warning in the in the calm in the what am I saying? The episode notes, but I think that's definitely stuff everybody needs to hear. And that's kind of what Meth, Beth, and Mike and I were talking. I said Meth. Oh my gosh. Beth and Mike and I were talking about is this shit needs to be normalized. Like we need to, to be talking about episode. this stuff. It's yeah. really good. It's really good. I will say. Beth and Mike are so smart and they're so well-spoken and they're so, you know, their marriage has overcome some serious shit. And so it was really good to talk to them. And then all of us, you know, talk about the different things. Cause yeah, like I said, sex isn't a one size fits all. Everybody's different. There are certain things that most people are going to have in common, you know, as a, as a physical, like animal instinct, but you know, other than that, it's it's whatever floats your boat. Right. Everybody's got needs. Everybody's a little bit different. Uh, yeah. Not everybody's going to mesh all the time. And uh, whatever goes on between consenting adults is, is their business. Don't, yeah. don't judge it. If if something goes wrong in somebody's relationship or relationships, you know, be there for them. Don't give fucking advice unless it's solicited. 
Right. And that's one thing I had to learn on my own, right? Because uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a fixer, right? I want to try to fix things. Right, right. Uh, so, so learning to sit down and shut up uh, was difficult. And, and learning to uh, not just go in and say, well, this worked for me, so it should work for everybody else. Um, right. But, but time, with all things, brings clarity. And I think a lot of disconnects have always been between the older generation and the newer generation not sharing those things. So you force the newer generation to relearn all the dumb shit you went through. Yeah. Well, and things change, and too, sometimes you have to try stuff to realize it's not for you. So that's fine, oh, for too, sure. you know. I, I, absolutely. But, but you know, parents will tell their kids, oh, well, relationships are about communication. But then they stop there. They don't, they don't really talk about what type of communication or when to communicate right. or what to communicate about. So you have the relationship where you don't communicate at all, and that gets fucked up. You have a communication your relationship where you communicate about the wrong things, but you think you're talking, and that gets fucked up. And then you realize that it's basically you, you talk about everything, even if it's, hey, I'm on my way home. I'll be home in five minutes. It's not a control thing. It's just that courtesy. Right. You know, Cassandra and I discussed fucking everything, you know, between schedules, between our different hobbies and work and everything else. We, we discuss it all. And not because she keeps tabs on me or I keep tabs on her. It's just a common courtesy. And that way we know where the other person is should we need to help them right well and i think too it's it's being able to teach our kids and even ourselves how to that it's okay to communicate what we're thinking without shame like especially when it comes to sex like you know the whole dirty talk i don't really like calling it that because it's like you're basically just telling your partner what you want and that's okay. But because of the way that it's classified and the way there's like shame around it, it's like, you know, if you're thinking in your head, Oh, I really want him to fuck me right now, but I'm not going to say that out loud. Cause that's embarrassing. Like, no, say that out loud. He wants to hear that. And you want to say it, or, you know, he, she, whatever, like say what you want, because it's, it's actually really easy to get what you want out of a relationship and not just sexually if you say what you actually want, like it took me so long to learn that I just use like, he should know. And, Oh, I'm giving subtle hints and Oh, why doesn't he understand me? And as you get older, you realize just fucking say what you want and you'll usually get it. Absolutely. Um, and, and especially sexually when you're, when you're learning each other and, and feeling each other out, no pun intended. Um, <laughs> And, and, and as the relationship grows and, and matures and you realize that you have started to want different things, right? You have to have that communication because um, no, no two people kiss the same. No two women like to be fucked the same. No two right. guys like to be blown the same. So, well, and especially no, no two women can orgasm the same, which is right. For the most part, all men can, most men can orgasm the same. It's mechanical, like like we talked about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Like some women can just from penetration. Some women can only do it orally or only from, you know, both. And it's like, you, if you don't communicate that, I mean, it sucks to be like almost there and then just not get there and then be too afraid to say, well, if you would just touch me here, or if you would just do this, or, you know, this is what I really like, like, Men like the gentle or even like total forthcoming guiding of stuff. And for sure, you know, first of all, guys are stupid. Don't do subtle hints. (laughs) Um, You you have to be upfront and and, and honest. And and like I tell people jokingly, although not really, you know, uh, when you're, when you're doing things with a new, new female, uh, listen to sounds. Um, Yeah, for sure. If all you can hear is breathing, you're doing it wrong. Uh, <laughs> if you're hearing louder sounds, you're, you're doing it right. And if the thighs are clamped to the part where you can only hear the ocean, you're definitely doing it right. Yes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it doesn't have to be verbal communication, right? It could be a guiding hand. It could be a sound. It could be a, a word. Right. Right. Uh, but so many women are are just spiritually and emotionally beaten into a you have to please your husband Mm -hmm. 
uh, not, a, not even a partner, your husband, um, or uh, you can't talk about sex. You right. can't even call it your vagina around a man. Right. Uh, much less any of the other fun names for it. Um, <laughs> And getting uh, some women I've known out of that out of that shell is just—you can get a woman to curse like a sailor easier. She's <laughs> never cursed in her life, than right? And to get one to be frank about sex—that's true. And especially if you're giving them an amazing orgasm, yeah, the the stuff they'll say would be like, "Wow, what?" <laughs> oh, I've had women whip out words that I'm like, uh, yeah. "What?" Um, like, like your goal basically is to have them seeing God. Like that's what you want, <laughs> right? <laughs> or right. whatever your version of that is. And um, what whatever you need me to do to take you on a, a full round trip to Pound Town, let me know. <laughs> well, I think a lot of women are trained too to like. So, <laughs> my husband would actually probably get mad that I don't feel this way anymore. But and not that I don't, but I don't feel as. I, I would say guilty about it. Like it, it used to be this running joke, like uh, um, no, no boner goes unused or, or yeah, you never know, waste a boner, no, yeah. no boner is wasted. And, and so it would always be me going, Oh, well, let me take care of that for you. And, and I would say 98% of the time it was because I wanted to, and the other 2% would be because I felt obligated but either way, it's like, it's okay to say, hey, I don't really feel like doing that now. Or, hey, you know, let's let's save it for later. Or I'll just be like, hey, go take a shower and jerk off. Like, I'm sorry. Right. And Oh, God, that whole, you're married. You should never masturbate. Yeah, whatever. Right. <laughs> My husband travels a lot, you guys. <laughs> right, right. Or, or uh, it's uh shark week as me and the boys call yes. it you know that's um, why i call it too <laughs> uh cassandra and i refer to it as no fun week hopefully she doesn't hear me spilling that to the, to the world <laughs> um and, and so you know either i i take care of business or or i wait um and if i'm out of town right at the paintball thing or a work thing and she mm-hmm. feels the need to um take care of issues by all means yeah right um we're both and- sexual creatures we know this it's okay the thing is, the less that you put pressure or guilt trip about it, the more likely, like when it's Shark Week at my house, I'm way more likely to give hand jobs or blow jobs and just be like, hey, whatever. But I think it's the taking out the obligation part because for a long time, and I know it made him happy and he's not mad about it now, but I just felt, I felt guilty if he had an erection and I didn't satisfy that need. And now I've realized as I've gotten older, it's not really my job to do that. If I want to, yeah, let's do it. And a lot of times I do want to, but if I don't want to, it's okay to say, you know, whatever. And and he's okay with that now. It's like, yeah, go, go do your own thing or whatever. I think that that obligation that so many women feel in regards to sex is a big reason why people have barriers when it comes to it because it's like is she doing this because she wants to or is she doing this because she feels like she has to or or in, you know in some people's cases they don't even know my husband didn't really know he just thought wow my girlfriend fucking rocks <laughs> she's always dtf yes and i mean i do but but again without the guilt 98 percent of the time i'm gonna do it so but it's because i want to not because i feel like i have to and taking off that ob- that feeling of obligation it it frees up a lot of like okay it's a turn on for me when my partner is satisfied like that makes me feel good just as much as it makes them feel good it's not a i have to do this or he's going to be mad at me kind of thing right uh or, or yeah i don't want to go into details but but women have this expectation heaped upon them that if certain things don't occur while having sex that they've they failed yeah. uh, you know that's not always inside your control uh, yeah I, I i don't understand i mean we were talking about the continuum to the species right it would, would you know death rates were almost as high as as birth rates 
you know, 200 years ago, I, I kind of understand why people would think they needed to control women, but we're at a point technologically and, and medically that, you know, we're, we're good with population. So this whole idea still of needing to control women. Yeah. It's, I, yeah, I don't I get don't it. And, you know, honestly, like we're talking about all this and obviously we're talking about this because we're both heterosexual people and you're married to him and I'm married to a man. But I'd also like actually be really interested to hear. And, you know, I have a friend who is gay and he's talked to me a little bit about it, but I try not to be like too intrusive. Like I have questions, but I also like, hey, tell me about your sex life. But it would be interesting to me to see how like same sex couples feel about this as well. So as far as whether you feel obligations or expectations or whatever, when it comes to same sex relationships, you know, cause I think, I think now maybe things are a little bit different cause we've grown a lot more as a society, but I would say people our age guys were still raised kind of the same way and girls were still raised kind of the same way. And so then when you go out into the world and you're in a same sex relationship, how do you adjust your, your sexuality with the, quote-unquote values that you were raised on and i mean i mean sexually not anything else like right so that so if anybody out there is listening and you want to tell me or enlighten me i'd be very interested to hear that as well um because i think that's important you know and i always feel like this is weird but i always feel like um people in like the lgbtq community like they have this and I could be completely wrong, but I always feel like they all have this understanding of each other. Like, I feel like if two men are in a couple, they automatically understand what it's like to, to be together like that. But I'm sure they probably don't. Like, well, I'm I sure some of the relationship dynamics are the, are the same. And, I, and I'm I, sure I don't know why I would think that, you know? <laughs> yeah, because I, I, I think that, that the assumption, and, and I can see it, is that, you know, you've got two males, so their, their brains work the same ish right, right? Or, or two females and our brains work the same ish right um but you you still got all those stimuli all those experiences from upbringing so you're, you're gonna have a lot of the uh same same roadblocks uh right. and you know guys are inherently and i don't care what orientation are inherently jealous um so there there's there's a uh fair amount of uh partner abuse in the in the gay right. community uh because right. guys are inherently jealous and, and uh in some professions in some locales being gay is stressful when it shouldn't be right um and uh the women are, are taught to please. So you get one, two women together. They're trying to please each other, which is why, uh, you know, uh, lesbian relationships form so quickly and then kind of fizzle because they realize that they're not really made for each other. Right. Uh, and of course this is, this is stereotypical, right? This is, this is large swaths. Yeah. But yeah. I, I think when you get two people of a like mind together, that could actually be bad. Um, because you don't, again know how to communicate right. uh, and don't understand that the, the relationship is going to change over time uh you and george don't have the same marriage you had three years ago oh yeah no. you know cassandra and i don't have the same marriage we had uh nine years ago by the way our vacation list was her anniversary and she's put up with me uh on paper for nine years Ooh, good girl yeah, I, I yeah no, I, I i give her my condolences every day every she deserves day. a medal <laughs> uh yeah yeah and and by condolences i don't actually mean dick um i give her my actual condolences every every day um but yeah a, a lot of people in their first second 97th relationship don't understand that it's going to evolve that it's going to change that feelings are going to change that um you're going to get angry at each other there's going to be stupid arguments she's uh that things are going to happen and she's going to have to vent and call you names because of something you did on accident um well and your bodies change and sure. you get older and your 
your life situation changes, especially if you have children, but even if you don't, job situations change and just everything, everything is evolving and everything is changing. And there are days when I hate my husband and just want to punch him in the face. But I also know that, you know, he's my person. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to trade him in for somebody new because then you got to start all over and train a new person to like you. Nobody. I got time for that shit. Yeah. I ain't got time to make somebody else like me. It was hard enough to get this one. (laughs) I'm surprised you found one. I mean, uh, you know, I understand where you're coming from. (laughs) Whatever. You like me. I do. (laughs) I do. Well, and I always tell George, I'm the only person that can put up with him because he's a handful, but so am I. Uh, So, you know. No, my my friends uh, look at Cassandra often and they're like, are are you okay? Do you need to say something? I mean, they're here's a code word if you need to leave um, exactly i'm gonna give you a secret safe word let me right? know if you need to use it because I'm, I'm i'm not uh the nicest person i i don't deal well with stress i'm a lot better than i used to be thank god yeah um but see uh, i'm actually worse than i used to be that's what i think you're just louder about it maybe well I mean, like i like i've said a million times i have a lot less fucks to give about what people think now and maybe that's what it is. So I am more outspoken and I'm not trying to please everybody because I, I just want to live my life. Like my blood pressure is high. I just want to get rid of stress. I just want right. to be healthy. I just want to like fucking over everything. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Well, um, I feel like we could discuss this all night and into the next could, day. We we, we, is... we got to figure out a way whether using a different recording something or or, or uh, just do it in segments on on Zoom and get uh, Beth and Mike back on here and maybe a few other people and, and talk about some of this stuff. You know what? I would they would totally be down with that, and I think the four of us doing a little forum and especially if I could get some feedback from some other people would be that would be amazing. And yeah, like I said, they're they're so cool to talk to, and then you have you you're a very great man with a great understanding of how things work and i appreciate that because there need to be more men like you so yeah nobody expected me to grow up and be this fucking zen i agree i i did not expect (laughs) you to be like uh yeah women can do what they want with their uteruses no i don't know but yeah maybe maybe i'll put this last part on a separate post but um no, this is a very good conversation, and it's a conversation that I want to keep having with people because everybody needs to be having it, especially in their own relationships and especially with their kids. You know, I've been very open with Abby about everything. She has any questions about sex. I'm talking to her. I'm always talking to her about this is how things work. You know, when you when you do get into a physical relationship, these are the ins and outs and because I want her to know, and yes, you have to figure some shit out for yourself, but also I feel like my earlier sexual experiences would have been a lot more pleasant had I known what I was getting myself into, (laughs) which is not to say they weren't great, you know, but they could have been better. They could have been better. And I think if purity culture hadn't been a part of my life, they would have been better. Oh, and now my kitty wants me. I'm not even touching that after that last conversation. I'm just going to let it go. Wow. And on that note, I got to take my drugs and go the fuck to sleep. So uh, killer, great talking to you. Love you. We'll uh, do this soon. Love you too. Everybody have a great night. And uh, remember when life gets tough, just keep sipping. Goodbye. (laughs) 